Your source for community. Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. Good morning and welcome to Arts R Us. My name is Karen Cassian and I'm here with my co-host Noreen Mitchell. Good morning, Noreen. Good morning, Karen. And today we are pleased to have a guest, Brian Markham, on. Brian is a woodturner, an artist, and he's part of the Artists of Limberlaws tour that's coming up uh, August 19th, 20, and 21. Thanks for joining us, Brian. Thanks for having me, Karen and Noreen. Thanks for coming back. Yes, Yes, I've been here a couple of times. The last time was in 2018, also about Limberlaws tour. That's right. A lot's happened since then. It sure has, hasn't it? (laughs) Tell us about your (laughs) COVID uh, time. To everyone. Uh, well, we, uh, of course, lost a year on our tour because of COVID. Uh, and last year, we thought we were going to come back. And everybody was still a bit hesitant about having people into their studios. So we used the Hillside Barn, and everyone was there. And in that way, we were able to limit the number of people coming in. How was that? Was that successful, having it in one place, 15 artists? It was hugely successful because people only had to make one stop. Yes. And so I think we had far more people than we normally would have. And also being at the tail end of the big COVID ordeal, people were anxious to get out and do something. It's true. Eh? And it's a great venue. Oh, I love that oh, venue. It's so exciting it's to uh, it's go wonderful. there. Yeah. Um, we did run into a uh, parking problem, which we weren't expecting. Um, they have a huge field there mm-hmm. to park in and the fellow who was assisting us with parking came running in about uh, 11 o'clock saturday morning and said i need some help we've got a huge problem i went out the field was full the lane coming in was backed up and there were cars backed up on oh highway 60 goodness. and the police were coming in to say you have to do something here. Oh, that's successful. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what, just what great. did that mean? What could you do? I couldn't do anything. Uh, however, over the course of the next 15 or 20 minutes, that surge subsided and it evened out. And we didn't we didn't have that problem. It was just everybody decided to arrive around 11 o'clock yes yeah any thoughts of doing that again rather than the tour or or you want to go back i don't i don't think so uh it it was hugely successful uh but for me being the chair of the tour uh, i ended up having to deal with all the artists and all the guests myself okay as opposed to the individual studios looking after those things and it, it was a huge amount of work. Okay. Uh, so if tell, somebody else wanted to look after it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> tell us personally how the, how the last two years has affected you in your wood turning or... I, I just... actually have been very, very busy um, because people couldn't go on tours. We got a lot of phone calls. Can we come to your studio? And it, during the height of COVID, Uh, What my wife Karen and I did was to ask people what they were looking for. And then we would set up a table outside the studio so that they could come out of their car, look at what we had set up and make a selection. 
if they saw something. I think I was there on your for that, we- yeah. website, your wonderful website. I saw photographs of the arrays, and they're beautiful. Like just like seeing like all these bowls, the beautiful bowls uh, arrayed on the steps, and just gorgeous. Who did the photography? And, uh, my wife Karen. Mm. Yeah, yeah, she's a great jack of all trades or Jill of all trades. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and we had a huge number of commissions over the, that period of COVID as oh, well. That's great. Um, a lot of people calling and saying, there was supposed to be a wedding. Uh, it's still happening. We can't go, but we want to send a gift. What, what have you perfect. got? Can you explain to our um, listening audience your unique uh, bowls? Because it's it's not just wood turning. It's They're very unique. I deal primarily with burls. Mm-hmm. And a burl is a growth that occurs on the outer surface of a tree. Uh, and it's really nice because a burl can be removed from a tree without damaging the tree. Uh, and then I mount them on the lathe and turn them so they have a live bark edge. And the figuring inside a burl is often spectacular compared to normal lumber. Uh, and uh, How do you get around the bumps and turns with the lathe? Oh, that's... Uh, it's a that, secret? That could be pretty tricky at times. Uh <laughs> But leads to such interesting oh, results. Oh my goodness! Yes, I, I've I've turned so many thousands over the years that I think I'm able to assess the burl and its raw state ahead of time and realize whether or not it's something that is going to turn into something beautiful, or if it's not not worth the try. Really? And okay. I, I have so many uh, in stock. I've developed so many contacts over the years uh, with local uh, lumber people. Um, I get calls all the time. Anyone who has a burl calls you. They do that, but but often I'll get people dropping by. Um, and it, delivering. I saw this huge one dumped, dumped off the back of a truck. Really? That's right. I've got another one in, in the driveway right now. <laughs> like more than you can handle? or? Oh, no. No. Yeah. In, in fact, I have a, uh, a brand new burl-topped uh, table that I, I have for this year's tour. That was actually a slab from one of those huge yellow birch pearls, and it's gorgeous. So, do people drop it off and say, "Make something for me," and then you they sometimes, yeah, sometimes, okay, um, or guys in the lumber trade will come by with thirty in the back of their pickup truck. Oh wow! Uh, what will you give me for these? And oh, well. make it a negotiation, and away we go. Well, I think that great. you were the leading edge of the live edge popularization. Would you say that? Uh, Certainly it was around before I got into it. I I think uh, in turning bowls with live edge, I was probably the first. Um, And uh, because it's uh, a fairly high level of skill to be able to do that. So the learning curve is very long. I've been turning since I was eight years old. Wow. So I've been turning. Someone taught you how to use a lathe. My grandfather was Mm -hmm. a wood turner. So I've been turning for over 60 years. Mm. And uh, when did you have time to be a dentist? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's interesting as well, Karen, because uh, we reached a point uh, during my career when I was so busy at both. I I finally couldn't do both. Um, I was working in my. Um, dental clinic 40 hours a week 
and wow. su- supplying uh, pieces to uh, two galleries as well and selling a lot frequently and having to replace it. And uh, I finally said to Karen, you know what? I think I need to do one or the other. And uh, I think you picked the right one. <laughs> and and you, you had a cottage already at that time on Rebecca Lake? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, we've, we've had that property since 1988 uh, and always had the thought that uh, we would retire up here. Where were you before? Georgetown. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Georgetown uh, uh, is a lovely town. It it's, is. It's bigger yeah. than it uh, than it was when I started there. I went to high school there. Um, and uh, one of my sons still lives there with his family. Uh, in fact, my granddaughter is going to the same high school I oh, went to. That's, fun. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So you you threw it all away. Not you sold everything and came sold up. everything. Yep. You and, made a commitment. Uh, um, and of course, we already own the property here, and we just moved lock, stock, and barrel. Um, and did you build a log cabin? Is that what did I read um, that in the? It's it's a True North log home. In fact, uh, our home was the very first building that True North log homes built. Cool. And uh, it's still standing, so they did a good job. And you have a wonderful studio. I built that uh, a few years before we made the move with the thought that I needed somewhere to, to do what I do. I, I don't remember your studio. It's separate from the house? Is yes. It? Okay. Yes. And uh, it's so incredibly clean for a mm-hmm. workshop. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that happens that. as a preparation for the Limberlost tour. Yeah. Every, every time we have a tour, it's, it's about a three-week cleanup uh, to get it looking neat and tidy because <laughs> when I'm working I'm I clean up the wood shavings and do that sort of thing but the dust and the shavings that get into corners you kind of oh well I'll get yeah. that later yeah. and so that's part of the preparations well how long have the preparations in terms of the organization been in place for this year's open studio weekend months it takes months um, we we start looking at who our guest artists are going to be almost a year ahead because all the advertising and the publications have to include their names and biographies about the guest artists as well as the principal artists. And this year you have 22 artists in total. How many of those are guest artists? Well, we we have five principal artists this okay. year. Um, and each principal artist has guest artists as okay. well. Uh, but we also have three sites um, that are not principal artist studios. We've got uh, Walker Lake Resort, uh, Billy Bear Lodge, and Oxbow Lodge, which will only have guest artists at them. Okay. And uh, uh, Billy Bear Lodge and Oxbow Lodge we've used previously. And we're looking forward to hearing more about that. But right now we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. I'm Karen Cassian here with Noreen Mitchell on Arts R Us. And we're interviewing woodturner Brian Markham, who's part of the Artists of Lumber Lost Tour. Buy Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. I'm Dr. Sherman from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. And we're back on Arts R Us. I'm Karen Cassian here with Noreen Mitchell, and we're interviewing Brian Markham. 
Brian is a woodturner and he's telling us about the upcoming uh, Artists of Limberlost tour. And he was just telling us about the new lodges. And oh, well, there's one new lodge involved and two have been there for a few years, Oxbow Lodge and Billy Bear Lodge. And I guess Walker Lake is the new one. Walker Lake is the new one. And uh, Walker Lake uh, is the new name of the old Norseman restaurant. For I remember. That was a wonderful restaurant, wasn't it? It, it was. A beautiful well, site. It's, and the food was delicious. It's been totally refurbished. And uh, the new owners were wonderful in uh, agreeing to be a, a guest site for the uh, Limberlost tour this year. Um, and we have uh, two people there who have been guests on our tour a number of times, uh, Servan Hamilton and Elise Mueller. I know Elise. I love her work. Yes. And yes. Servan's furniture is exquisite. Mm-hmm. Exquisite. Yes. It, it truly is. So, uh, and uh, they're wonderful people. And, and it's nice when you've got a site without a principal artist that you know the two guests can just go in and set up and you don't have to worry about them. They, they'll look after things nicely. You also have a guest host studio this year. Not, I'm sorry, a new host studio. Yes, yes. Star Goodhand is joining us. Um, she does um, fabric art, quilts, bags, placemats, that sort of thing. Her quilts are unbelievable. Um, we went in to see her and talk to her about being a, an artist on our tour. And uh, she had a number of quilts there that she showed us and just mind-boggling the amount of work that goes into those oh i'm sure and her oh. guest is named emma goodhand is there a relationship there that's that's <laughs> star's daughter and uh but she, not a quilter she is not um she makes uh sort of tiled good furniture oh. uh and coffee tables and end tables and that sort of thing a it's new hard, thing. hard to describe a new but, thing a new mm-hmm. thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There's always new things, I find. That's right. And that's what's that's great right. about that, yeah. isn't it? Very, very pretty work. Yeah. Uh, so we're excited about that. And her other guest artist, uh, Gina Dene, has been with us a number of times, um, uh, who's a potter. So you have two potters. You have Karen Gray. We've got five Gina. potters. Five? Oh, my altogether. goodness. Yeah. And all their work is very, very different. Yes. Oh. Karen Gray, yes. Scofito mm-hmm. and and yeah. something oh, yeah. with soda paste, soda I've forgotten which one, but I was looking at the different ones, and they're all different. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And, and Dan Hill, who's been with Mark Coolis a number of years. I like Mark uh, Coolis's work. And mm-hmm. Susan Kolovecchia is with her sister, Catherine O'Mara. Oh, I didn't, didn't know that. That's, that's the family connection there. I love Catherine's work. I don't know Susan's work, but Catherine is like such a incredible artist. One, one of my guest artists, Carol Ann Michelson, who I've known golly for 40 years probably um who i met originally in georgetown when i lived there um carol ann went to the ontario college of art and started her career as a potter and it it kind of shows you artistic quality some people are born artists Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and carol ann certainly is one of those people um, about 10 years ago, she got to the point, having been a potter her whole life, and that was her working career, um, her, the arthritis in her shoulders got so bad she couldn't do it anymore. So She switched mediums, did The she? next yeah. day, she said, I think I'll make jewelry. Wow. 
<laughs> and now, now she's she thinks. And, and now, about three years ago, she said, I think I'm going to do some painting. Wow. And she's she's doing as well with her with her painting as as with her jewelry. So that's, she sort of splits her time between the two. Isn't it astounding mm-hmm. how how some people are just so born creative. Artists. They're just creative beings. That, eh? yeah. yeah. Creativity, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I have a question, Brian. You were on the Muskoka Autumn Studio Tour for a number of years and now that has dissolved. It's come to its end. It has. How are you feeling about that? I I left the autumn tour oh, four or five years ago, I guess, uh, bef- before it ended. Uh, and I had to make a decision. I was so busy. I With the two tours, I could not physically make enough work for both, as well as the commissions that I was getting. I just couldn't do it. I've only got two hands. But did you uh, think the tour itself, that concept had kind of come to its end as well, natural end? I I think geographically, maybe it was too big. And it was hard for people to see all the studios that they wanted to see. I, I mean, it was from south of Gravenhurst to north of Huntsville. And geographically, that's huge. Uh, the the difference with ours is that it's Tolan, in yeah. such a small area mm-hmm. you can easily see it all in an afternoon yeah. if and you I, want to. I think that makes more sense. Well, for I people. think that's the idea too mm-hmm. with the arts loop of the um, Lake of Bays arts mm-hmm. group mm-hmm. Uh, that they thinking that the l- loop around uh, Lake of Bays is probably enough, right? Yes, and includes yes. the Limberlost uh, tour yeah. as well. The the other huge difference that I like is that. Uh, with the autumn tour, it was principal artists only, no guest artists. Okay. So you were only seeing one artist when you made that big drive to get to a studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas with the Limberlast tour, you're able to see three. Yeah, I like that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and, and see a real variety uh, because the three artists in each studio aren't doing the same thing. So it, it gives you a real cross section of creativity, and uh, you know we're so lucky to have the artists that we have in Billy Bear Lodge and Oxbow Lodge too, who are just guest artists, but are able to look after the site for us. We don't have to worry about what's going on there. They they've all done it before. They're all professional artists. Was Juliana Plukas? Previously in the in the show, I don't recognize no, she, that one. She she's oh. brand new. Okay, that's uh, a jeweler. That's right, and she was recommended to us by a number of people. So uh, we're quite excited to have Juliana with us. Terry uh, Howell, I see Terry's name. She's doing well. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Terry's wonderful, and she's mm-hmm. sort of the head artist, if you will, at Oxbow Lodge. She's looking after everything for us there and making the contacts with the lodge for us. And it's so nice to have have somebody there who's said, I'll look after it. We don't have to. And one of the other guests there, Bonnie Buse, uh, was on the autumn tour for years okay. and years. I'm just so, looking at her in the brochure, the, her rabbits. I, I, that looks intriguing. Well, she, she does hinterglass. We uh, actually mm-hmm. have had her as a guest mm-hmm. previously. Is that yes, right? And she explained the technique of painting mm-hmm. on the... It's, yeah. it's amazing. So yeah. she paints on the back That's, of a yeah. pane of glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, then, of course, you look at it from the front, and, and it's astounding. Yes. It's astounding work. 
Um, Craig Henshaw is back at Billy Bear Lodge with Barb tonight. And uh, uh, Craig's knives are astounding. Um, it's that Damascus steel that he makes is, is really something. I'm looking at Nathan Sowery, wooden, woven wooden sculptures. Oh, he, he does those amazing things. Uh, you know, the dragons and all the huge pieces out of willow and, and found, uh, he, he, I think he, cult, he collects yes, in, yes. The, in the area his, around his, where he lives. His work is beautiful. Yeah. And the great thing about Nathan, uh, for Jerry Friedman's studio, Jerry doesn't have a lot of room inside and Nathan can only set up outside. So it, uh, it's a perfect fit. Hope there's there. a lot to yeah. look forward to on this tour. And you have Pam Carnahan. I just yes, uh, yeah, Pam. Just... Pam, who's very active locally mm -hmm. in in the art scene, uh, has been a guest artist in our studio for a number of years. Uh, Carolyn Grand is the other one with Jerry Friedman. Uh, Carolyn joined us for the first time at the barn last year. Okay, beautiful, beautiful painter. Uh, just love her work. John Patterson at Kathy uh, Umeris. Um, uh, has has been with us once before um, and uh, makes some really interesting furniture and uh, racking and different things that are fun to see. Um, we, we have a real cross-section of people this I was going to say, I hope we've mentioned everyone. I'd hate to leave someone out. Well, but, anyway, uh, people should... We are making reference to this lovely brochure, and they're a, available is, around in various places, but you also have a Limber Lost uh, website and yes, let's we make sure what people know where to look for that. That's right. Uh, so if if people go to artistthelimberlost.ca, they'll be able to get the map and all the information uh, that's available. So we're actually open three days this year for the first yes. time: uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, August nineteenth, twentieth, twenty-first, from ten to five. We wondered about doing two weekends, and we decided. I don't think we want to do that, but we wanted to do more time, so we... That helps me, because I'm gone went, that weekend, so I could at least go one day, which is nice. We, yeah, we, went, like the, we went the three days, and we'll, yeah. see, we'll see how it goes. And there's a nice map on the brochure also. Well, we wish you every success, Brian. I, I we know, know there'll be, be something scary. of interest for every person. Yes, yes. and uh, people will be able to see a little bit of demonstration, too. Uh, uh, some of the artists will be working away at things while they're talking to people and uh, it's well, I'm really looking it's forward. very it's interactive. It's a lovely day's outing. Yeah. yeah. It sure is. Yeah. We'll just hope the weather's nice. Oh, yeah. yes, for sure. Actually, it looks nice. I've been looking the next two weeks. Oh, is pretty it great? Nice. Yeah. Great. Oh, don't quote me on that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Good luck. thank you for joining us, Brian. It's been a pleasure being Good here. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, Noreen, um, the Huntsville Festival of the Arts has had a wonderful lineup this summer, but it's coming to an end. There's a few more things, but um, August 12th, they have the Toronto All-Star Big Band, uh, which is a big band swing orchestra. On August 13th, they have Tyler Joe Miller. On August 14th, the Huntsville String Quartet. Uh, August 19th, The Last Waltz. And finally, September 15th, they have Tom Cochran and the Red Rider. So uh, check check that out on their site, uh, huntsvillefestival.ca. Lots of things coming up in the fall. And how about per, um, visual artists? 
Uh, currently in Partners Hall, the Huntsville Art Society and Algonquin Theatre presenting Pat Whittle's show, and it's called Waxing Poetic Number 3. And this is uh, her batik oil and hot and cold wax and caustic. So that's on all of the month of August, ends on the 31st. Also, the Huntsville Art Society is present it's still in the summer at the Summit Show at the Summit Center itself, and that's on until September 30th. That's 21 artists in one place with 36 works, so that's worth uh, looking at. Again, Huntsville Art Society is preparing for a big deal. It's a square foot mm-hmm. fundraiser. It's called Square Foot North, and that takes place September 2nd from 6 to 9 p.m. and September 3rd, 10 to 3 p.m., again in Partners Hall. And that, Karen, you're involved with. So, I am. It's yeah. going to be a great, there's 90 paintings. Coming up in September, we're looking forward to Landscapes in Oil and Acrylic by Sylvia Kershaw in her show painter. called A Retrospective of My Nature. There's lots of things happening with the Huntsville Art Society, and I still go on with Jory Morrison at the Huntsville Public Library and Marika McDonald at Algonquin Grace Hospice. So they're, they're really there's busy. A lot of, yes. But I don't want to forget... Muskoka Arts and Crafts too because there's a very interesting exhibition there that I, I intend that. to go to and it's called Live Edge uh, the Live Edge Forest is presenting Shorescapes and that is in the Chapel Gallery and it's on August the 12th the opening and on until September the 3rd so I hope to actually to get to the opening action myself on uh, Friday so um one important thing that to us to recall is uh, Cole's Art Market is presenting Through My Daughter's Eyes. And this yes. is a retrospective of Brenda Wayman Goulet's work put on by her daughters. Yes. So that is currently on and it will be on until October 10th. So there are lots of things to do. Um, don't forget the Limberlost Tour, the Arts Loop of Lake of Bays as well. And I'm sure there's many more things this summer. Yes, it's been a great summer so far. Mm-hmm. Thank you again, Brian Markham, for joining us. And uh, this is Karen Cassian and Marie Mitchell on Arts or Us. There's only one Hunter's Bay Radio. We, we are, are Muskoka. Muskoka.